churros, butterbeer, funnel cake, boysenberry. There's no food like theme park food. Eat the Magic is a YouTube series about theme park food in Southern California and maybe Florida. Eat the Magic is hosted by a childless millennial of real repute, Jared the Greek. Karen's want him, Chaz wants to be him, no bothers given. Tune into our show, Eat the Magic, on YouTube. See our thirst for Dole Whip on Instagram at Eat the Magic. We'll see you real soon at the parks. Why? Because we like you. Welcome to our final best of 2021 episode of No Borders No Race. I am your King Baby Doc Evan Borgo. Thank you as always for tuning in. And on today's show, we will be counting down the best world albums of 2021. Now, when I say world albums, I don't mean the world genre. As we are a predominantly Japanese music podcast show, I find myself having to split my best of music shows into two different categories music from Japan. And music from the rest of the world. Hence why, in this episode, we'll be covering artists from the US, the UK, Australia, and Canada. We've got new faces, old faces, and even a legendary metal act who is making their very first appearance on our annual albums list. But more on that later. As I have said on a previous episode, this was a hard year because not a lot of great records were released. There were a bountiful of okay ones and albums that disappointed me. In fact, it took a really long time for me to settle on the ones that I could consider to be essential from 2021. I actually almost gave up and nearly reached a point where I would have just combined the Japanese albums and world albums onto one single list, which I haven't had to do since 2017. But with the list I am looking at right now, this finalized list after I went back and even checked a few other albums that other publications put on their top list and, well, thought they weren't all that great, I can confidently say that these 10 albums are the best the rest of the world had to offer. So, let us not hesitate any further and get ready to count down the very best world albums of 2021. Remember, as always, if you like what you hear and would like to support these artists, you can find their music on CD Japan, Amazon, Yes Asia, Apple Music, Spotify, Bandcamp, the band's official sites, and your local record store. And now, let's strap up our britches and give our piece a good shine as we begin our top world albums list at number 10. After unleashing some sound and fury in 2019 and cutting grass in 2020, Sturgill Simpson decided to go back to his roots in his fifth album. The Ballad of Dude and Juanita is a tribute to his grandparents, a bluegrass concept album telling a tale of a Kentucky outlaw. Backed by a band he's dubbed the Hillbilly Avengers, Sturgill spins a story that calls back to classic Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson, the latter of which shows up in the song Juanita. Yet despite the rowdiness of the Old West, 
The ballad of Dude and Juanita is about one simple thing. That is love. And even when blood has been shed, Simpson demonstrates that it's all worth it if it means keeping care of those who live in one's heart. It may be a short story, but... The Ballad of Dude and Juanita is a beautiful record that's destined to be told many times over. Which is why Sturgill Simpson makes his entrance here at number 10. From The Ballad of Dude and Juanita, this is One in the Saddle, One on the Ground. First time old dude laid eyes on Juanita Knew then and there she was the one Gave him a love Every man knows is needed She gave him a daughter She gave him a son One day while Juanita Was out in the garden The bandit rode up Without making sound Dude was working the plow Far away from his rifle Tried to get to it But the bandit drew down Last thing he remembered Was Juanita screaming As the world faded black And dude crumpled down When he came to the bandit was nowhere to be seen True love, Juanita, nowhere to be found A man and his rifle, a mule and his hound One in the saddle, one on the ground Saw the ball had passed through Clean as a church floor And the wounds washed up By Sam's old hound So he saddled up Shamrock And powdered his rifle And put on his old hat Worn weathered and brown Told his son to stay strong Take care of his sister Till daddy returned with mama Safe and sound Then they set out together To go find Juanita As I like to keep reminding you all Ska is not a dead genre It's merely resting until the heavyweights return And one such heavyweight came back with fangs and claws sharp And heart burning with rage That band was Five Iron Frenzy, and their latest album, Until This Shakes Apart, shows that you can bring fun vibes to an incredibly angry message. It's clear that the record was made in response to the political climate that occurred between 2016 and 2021, and its release right after the traitorous Capitol riots felt like the right time for Reese and company to unleash the beast. They make a point to slap the faces of those who use their faiths for hatred and greed, as evident in songs like Lonesome for Her Heroes and In Through the Outdoor. 
but they know where they're still good in the world. With So We Sing bringing the right messages across, while Homelessly Devoted to You shows the lengths one will go to prove one's admiration. It was a long eight years in between big releases, but until this shakes apart, proves that Five Iron Frenzy has nary a spider web or blanket of dust that, well, needs shaking off. Which is why it's on our list here at number nine. From Until This Shakes Apart, this is Wildcat. Now you're the king of the North Dakota oil fields, redneck, leatherneck, drilling it for high yields. Now you've got a Cadillac, a bulletproof windshield, 38 shooting from the hippie, keep it concealed. A misanthrope from a misguided father. You've got a woman you may love and a daughter. There's a thousand things you wish that you had taught. community focused on diversity, inclusion, representation, conversation, and fun on Twitch. Want to be fam? For chill community vibes, Wednesday nights at 7, join BC Row for the Wednesday wind down. Friday nights, join us for Let's Plays where we explore narrative and single player campaign games. Stop by on Fridays at 7. Catch our flagship podcast, The Tribunal, live every other Sunday at 3 p.m where we talk about issues that are important to us as Black women. Issues like representation, inclusion, diversity, and more within the video games and entertainment industries. Check our channel and social handles to find out when a new tribunal is going to drop. We've got even more content on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter handles, and our website, blackcompat.com. 
So join in the conversation in whatever way you like at Black and Pat. Remember, always and never or. All times are Eastern. He may have gained a following thanks to his appearance on Ted Lasso, but Cam Cole is planning to stay rooted in the eyes of the indie rock scene. His latest album, Crooked Hill, is a callback to the early 2000s rise of garage rock, with the one-man band bringing a sound that's as raw as a Guitar Wolf record and as sleek as a Jack White one. Just as soon as Albion begins, you know you are in for a wild and bumpy ride. In songs like Commercial People, Fear and Wrath, and Message in the Mountains, he lets an atom bomb go off in your ears. Cam Cole shatters your brain in ways that make it sound like he's getting an extra hand from the mightiest Norse gods. With Crooked Hill, Cam Cole has proven not just his worth in the music scene, but also his strength. And if you don't like what he has to offer, well, as Cam Cole himself says at the end of this album, fuck you, motherfucker. Number eight on our top world albums list, Broken Hill by Cam Cole. And from it is I Don't Need to Live Your Way. I am a big sucker for good synthwave. Andrew Sachs, 
better known under his pseudonym Field Playing, crafts damn good synthwave. His latest album, Escalator, is neon sound, bringing forth nostalgic and futuristic melodies meshed together to make one of the coolest records of the year. The surfy title track, the sexy sax-powered Give You Everything, the tribal building whisperer, and the dreamlike So Much Time are just morsels of retro goodness that Field Plan showcases throughout the record. But it all comes perfectly together in the cyberpunky Metro Center, a soundtrack for the future the 80s promised the 2020s would be like, but as yet to come to be. Escalator is a sexy, soothing head bopper, and Field Plan has shown that he is a synthwave master that should not be reckoned with, which is why the album lands here at number seven. From Escalator, here's Field Plan with Lost Her at Sea.
It's the Mike Rogers Show coming to you live from Tokyo, Japan, a year and special. And I'll be with my good friend, Evan Borgold. And you can tune into the Mike Rogers Show. We play Japanese music, Japanese pop, Japanese. Uh, uh, and you can win a bazillion dollars on this show. I don't know how you can, but maybe, you know, if you listen to the show, maybe you can somehow, maybe buy a raffle ticket or something. The Mike Rogers Show, yes, tune in. We're going to have our year-end top five countdown. It's going to be way cool, and you can hear more good songs just like this. I'm not going to lie and say that I've been listening to this next band for decades. In fact, I know more about this band's mascot than the band itself. But curiosity sparked inside me when learning of their latest album's Japanese Shogun theme. And upon finally plopping down to listen to them, I now realize what I've been truly missing out on for many, many years. I am, of course, talking about Iron Maiden and their 2021 record, Senjutsu, number six on our top world albums list. Its opening title track marches through the fog with fire in its arsenal and swords drenched in blood. And the march not only doesn't slow down, it keeps on speeding up, as evident in the writing on the wall and lost in the lost world. But their heaviest works come at the end, the three massive epics that capture the doom and chaos of battle. Death of the Celts, The Parchment, and Hell on Earth. For a band that's been around for 46 years, Iron Maiden shows no signs of deterioration, and Senjutsu proves why they're regarded as true metal gods. From Senjutsu, here are Iron Maiden with Days of Future Past.
2018's You're Not Alone, Andrew W.K. made the point that the devil was on your side. This year, that particular song's theme has been expanded into a full album in the form of God is Partying. It is certainly Andrew W.K.'s darkest record to date, as it plays on the wickedness and false promises that the world claims to offer. But even when talking about lying gods and the end of times in Everybody Sins, War and Chaos in Babylon, and Heartbreak in My Tower, there's still that party mentality that has made Andrew W.K.'s records all the more fun to listen to. And even with its dark themes, the album ends with the right amount of positivity, with I Made It overcoming the roughest seas and the closer not anymore saying farewell to the lowest points in one's life. The world may still be on fire, but Andrew W.K. may be able to help with putting it out with the aid of God is Partying, which lands at number five on our list. And here to pull us up towards better times is I Made It. Sucked it down 
everybody. This is Phil the Issues Guy from IssuesProgram.com and Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. Do you like television? Do you like talking about television? Do you have problems and can't sleep at night? If you any of those things are true, come on down and join Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube. Phil's recap and review or check out IssuesProgram.com to check out our stuff. Basically, what we do is we talk a lot about television, some movies, but mainly television. We do post-episode recaps, live viewings, drunk commentary games, and just general analysis. So if you love television, you don't have a ton of people to talk about television, or you just cannot get enough of some of these awesome shows like Vikings, Better Call Saul, Westworld, Game of Thrones, even The Walking Dead, and some other random shows that just pop up here and there. If you cannot get enough of all those programs and you want to talk about them... Jump on over, join in the live motherfucking chat with some of the best people in the world that all share their thoughts real time whenever we go live. So if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you follow the YouTube channel by clicking that little bell thing, you can find out anytime we go live. You can also check out issuesprogram.com for a backload of all of our stuff and check out our podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, and lots of other places. Huge thanks to all of you and hope you check it out and hope you enjoy it. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Even when the rest of the bad seas are unable to meet up due to the COVID situation, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis can still craft some of the most gorgeous records imaginable. They've shown their chops on various movie and TV scores, but on their record carnage, Cave and Ellis drag us all through hell in the most poetic of fashions. Opener Hand of God takes us to the river and drowns listeners in its beauty while the title track walks barefoot through the world's turmoil with great remorse. Albuquerque brings sadness and love in a cinematic fashion, with White Elephants smashing through as one of the biggest surprise protest songs of 2021. Cave and Ellis may roam through hell, but they're the only two people on the planet that can turn its barbed wire grass into a comforting field. Carnage is a masterful record, and a reminder that even when the world is a scary place, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis can take us by the hand and lead us to safety, which is why it glides onto our list at number four. And from that album is Lavender Fields.
And sometimes I hear my name Oh, where did you go? But the lavender is broad And it's a single Once I was running with my friends All of them busy with their pens But the lavender grew red What happened to them? Sometimes I see a pale bird wheeling in the sky But that is just a feeling, a feeling when you die Last year, the Killers unleashed Imploding the Mirage, their best album since Samstown, and the overall best album of 2020. But when news broke after its release that another album was almost finished, I was initially worried that they'd be biting off more than they could chew. But color me surprised when Pressure Machine released, a record whose tone was indeed the polar opposite of Imploding the Mirage. Is it a prequel before the light hits? or a sequel focused on how toxic the world has become in the last couple of years. In any case, Pressure Machine shows the killers, especially frontman Brandon Flowers, walking through their past before the band was even a glimmer in their eyes. The end result is a powerful record that tackles suicide in Terrible Thing, a couple's life cut tragically short in Quiet Town, and the rise of drug addiction in West Hills. For a band that's known to keep their head up, The Killers show new strengths by looking down. Pressure Machine is their most Springsteen-ish record, and I mean that in the best possible way. And it's why The Killers arrive on our list at number three. From Pressure Machine, this is In Another Life. Picture when you closed your eyes and dreamed. 
pop culture saturated world, what's a nerd to do? Hang out with your good pals on Nerdy Show, that's what. Our flagship podcast is a weekly celebration of the multifaceted D20 that is the modern nerd. When we're not devising horrors that combine VR and spiders or taste testing weird food, we're discussing the latest geek happenings, digging into our deepest nerd niches, or interviewing a celebrity or two. Head to nerdyshow.com or find us on iTunes and experience a multiverse of awesomeness. 2020 was a fever dream of madness and disarray, and no one knew that better than Modest Mouse. On their latest album, The Golden Casket, the band throws away the acid trips and aims for a trek to their safest place, home. The end result is a journey filled with psychedelic musings and straight-faced realizations. Look into the stars and we are between and we're lucky in order to find their way back. Walking and running speeds their quest up more, but their path gets garbled with the druggy transmitting receiving. But as the sun shines again, and as the band laces their shoes, their goal location leaves the light on as they find their way back to the middle. The Golden Casket is Modest Mouse putting everything they've been doing for nearly three decades into one singular album. And it shows that their weird ways and sober ways can walk hand in hand together. Our second best album of 2021, The Golden Casket by Modest Mouse. And from it is Never Fuck a Spider on the Fly. The years whizzing by, and the spider watched us fly. And at best you could say you were obliged. Well, every single spider song, and the words are too, too long. And it's scary just to say I'll carry on the carry on. It takes a long
that time yet we'll be revealing our world album of the year pick in just a moment but first we're going local as listeners will know we premiered a new segment on our podcast in 2021 spotlighting some of the best acts that boston has to offer that segment is called the bean town sampler and we featured acts like five ever battle mode van buren records and carissa johnson right now it is time to honor our 2021 Beantown Sampler of the Year, with the title going to a couple of sleaze rock aficionados. Il Mastro likes to call themselves a pre-apocalyptic post-punk and roll band, and I honestly think that sums up their sound perfectly. Their latest release, the Occult Practices EP, is a loud, riotous trip through the world of dark magic and mystics, and it's the kind of record that feels like it was made in the stale beer-stenched Middle East downstairs. It's a damn fun record, and I honestly hope it's a hint of what's to come from Il Mostro in the future. So congrats, boys! You are our very first Beantown Sampler of the Year. From Occult Practices, here are Il Mostro with Trial.
Star Trek to Back to the Future, we've got your pop culture reactions and news over at LeaguePodcast.com. The League of Ordinary Gentlemen comic book podcast is more than just comic. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts on social at League Podcast. Okay, now is the time we honor the best world album of 2021. And I had to fight myself internally to put this as the best album of the year. Because this will mark the third time this band has graced the top of our annual best album list. Looking back, there have been only two other acts that have appeared more than once at the top of our best albums list. Mono in 2009 and 2012, and Queens of the Stone Age in 2007 and 2013. Our album of the year list comes from a band that appeared at the top of our annual list in 2011 and 2018 as well as the top spot of the best albums of No Borders, No Races' first decade in existence. They came to life, they dosed our dreams, and now they've come to tell a story of an equestrian animal whose name was Percival. 2021's World Album of the Year is Year of the Horse by Fucked Up. Released as part of its Zodiac series, Year of the Horse is an album that's not the easiest to convince others to sit through. After all, this record consists of a single song split into four parts with a runtime of 94 minutes. But once you put the needle down on the side A, your body and mind takes hold of the sounds that comes off of this record. A collaboration between chief songwriter Mike Halerchuk and playwright David James Brock Year of the Horse is a tale of the Old West encased in a medieval predicament. The story is far more complex than I can fully explain. The tale follows Percival's quest to return home to the stars alongside the rest of the Zodiac animals. After her escape from the old town of Abfall, she is chased by a plethora of characters. The Sheriff King and his posse, Blanche and her cruel mother, Drunken Kay, and even a wizard named Sour aim to keep that horse from leaving their sight. And the album follows Percival's quest for freedom, a theme that once popped up in 2010's Year of the Oxy-P. Lyrically, it is fucked up at its most powerful and intimidating. Musically, it's their most eclectic record to date, with its mixture of hardcore punk, heavy metal, dream pop, folk, country, and even funk music. And it's all tied together in operatic fashion, with nary a loose knot to be found. Year of the Horse is a tough record to convince others to listen to. But as soon as the story begins, it'll be a lot harder to pull yourself away from the experience this record delivers. Fucked Up's Year of the Horse is not just the best album of 2021, it's a goddamn triumph of music and artistry. Now, of course, I cannot play the entirety of a side of Year of the Horse. I need to just give a slice of an album, not the whole course. So for your listening pleasure, we will enter Act 2 of Year of the Horse and come into its second scene. And I will read for you the intro for this part of the story straight from the record's booklet. Old Sheriff King limps around his settlement of tattered tents 
and drying fish next to a river deep into the wasteland. From the distance, Percival approaches the settlement.
passion, freedom, knowledge. The Abstract Japan Podcast at abstractjapan.com. And there you have it. Congrats to Fucked Up for recording the best album of 2021, Year of the Horse. Congrats to Il Mostro for being our first ever Beantown Sampler of the Year. And congrats again to Sakayans for Gasoline Rainbow, the best Japanese album of 2021. And we are done with 2021, and I hope the door hits its ass on the way out. Like I said earlier, not a dazzling year for music, but we do have a lot to look forward to in 2022. We have new releases coming from Frank Turner, Young Gov, Sabaton, Hikaru Utada, Stance Punks, two from Jack White, The Weeknd, Fellowship, Ghost, and Rammstein, just to name a few. So, hopefully next year, when the time comes to do these shows again, it'll be tough to make these lists because there's too much good stuff to choose from. Not because there's too little to seek. And now, so start ima minasan konshu no nihongo yoyako no jikan desu. Sa ikoze! Nisa Andrew W.K. Wild Goddess Party in Dead, Jigoku o Tori Nukete, Modote Kimashita. The Killers wa Pressure Machine de Norowa Reta Kako o Sai Homon Shimashita. So Ste, Nikkev to Warren Ellis wa Carnage de Itali Ten o Mitsuke Mashita. Shikashi, Kotoshi no Best Album wa Fucked Up No Year of the Horse Des. その my thanks again to my teacher, Mikio Hattori-sensei. Remember, if you'd like to know more information on her cultural exchange initiative, be sure to visit their website at ceinitiative.org. You can also follow CE Initiative on Instagram and Facebook. Showa Boston's online Japanese courses begin next week, so if you're interested in honing your language skills, visit showaboston.org for more information. Well, that about wraps up this week's episode of No Borders, No Race. Remember, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos from the Boston Bass Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our show, you can write to us at thebastards@bostonbassbrigade.com. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and follow us on B3Crew.tumblr.com. And you can follow me on Twitter, the J-Pop, Video Games, Anime, Amino Pages, Instagram, and Twitch at KingBabyDuckESH. Do not forget to give some love to our friends at Black Compat, which you can find at BlackCompat.com, Twitch.tv slash BlackCompat, and YouTube.com slash 
Black Compact. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled shtick next time around, so let's hope 2022 offers some great sounds for us to enjoy and a plethora of pop culture stuff to sink our teeth into. But today, we're going to end things on a somber note. 2021 was a very rough year for music. We lost a lot of great artists from Charlie Watts and Dusty Hill to Biz Marquis and Gift of Gab. My heart is still shattered over the death of World Inferno Friendship Society mastermind Jack Terrycloth, whose contributions to cabaret punk music I hope will live on for many generations. But while I was at Anime NYC in November, another frontman who greatly influenced me and my musical taste passed away unexpectedly. That man was Hank Von Helvet, the former lead singer of Scandinavian death punk band Turbo Negro. Hank brought the voice to some of Turbo Negro's best works, from the humorous Ass Cobra and the dark symphonic Scandinavian leather to the riotous Retox. But in 1998, Turbo Negro craft a true death punk essential, Apocalypse Dudes. This was the album that opened my eyes to the rock scene over in Norway, Sweden, and Finland. And had the pillows never entered my eyes, well, you would be hearing a very different podcast show right now. To end the show, I would like to spin the opening song from Apocalypse Dudes. It's an epic about the band's favorite pizza joint. Here are Turbo Negro, fronted by the late great Hank Von Helvet, with the age of Pomparios. And until next time, this is your King Baby Duck, saying a good old sod off to 2021, and a big hello to 2022.
guys, this is your King Baby Duck, Evan Borgo, from the Electric Sisterhood, and your host for the No Borders, No Race podcast. Each episode, we play the best, brightest, and hottest acts from Japan, America, Europe, and the rest of the world. Every song spun is but a mere taste of what you can expect of the artists heard, so if you truly loved what hit your eardrums, please be sure to support these musicians and buy their albums, EPs, and singles. Places like Amazon.com, CD Japan, Yes Asia, Bandcamp, iTunes, and even your local record store are great places to plop down some sweet moolah to let those artists know that they're doing a heck of a good job with their melodies. The more an artist gets support from listeners, the better the chance that they'll come to a venue nearest you to play the sounds that won your heart. This message is brought to you by the Boston Bash Brigade, reminding you all to support your local, national, and international artists any way you can.